Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Happy Thursday to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, Big J. Ah, St. Patty's Day. You wearing any green today? No, I forgot all about it. You don't have it marked on your calendar? No, I got a green hat in my uh, my car. I could go get that if I needed it real quick. Yeah, I'm not sure you need it per se. That might be the wrong word to use, but you used to uh, enjoy the day. Yeah, sure. when I used to drink. <laughs> but it's more about that. It's about heritage, right? Sure. About your background? Well, here's what happened. So uh, the wife did, uh, you know, she, she got to searching on the genealogy. And uh-huh. She thought I wasn't as Irish as uh, I thought that I was. Uh-huh. And uh, and then it got the DNA test, and I had more Irish than she thought that I was, but it still wasn't a great amount of Irish. Right. So I decided to stop the lie. Well, it's not really a lie it's, if you have Irish in you. Yeah, but, But you that's know. what you identified as? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Okay. I identified as Irish. What do you identify as now? Scottish. Is that what it is? It's more Scottish in you than yeah. anything else? Some German. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I'm like mostly Italian, and uh, and all I've got is Columbus Day, and I do not want to celebrate that. <laughs> I don't blame you on that one, man. So I don't. Not, I don't dress up for Columbus yeah. Day. Either. Let's see. What am I going to celebrate? I'm drinking and having a great time, or you know, destroying entire civilizations, <laughs> right. right? And murdering innocent people. Exactly. So uh, I don't. I choose not. I mean, again, I don't know how Columbus Day turned into an Italian Heritage Day, but those that are very pro-Columbus have turned it into that, which is weird. But uh, but I'm okay with not having my own day. It appears that you've obviously moved on for St. Patrick's Day. You, but you really thought of it as only like a, it's a day that I could go out and get hammered, kind of a thing, for yeah. an excuse for yeah. it. Gotcha. Absolutely. And listen, that that's still a very much. Uh, present hey, in the for, for those of you who partake out there, please but just do it responsibly. Yeah, do it safely. Do it safely. Don't need anybody getting hurt or injured or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, I believe you know the days of me going out on St. Patrick's Day have ended as well, mostly because it falls on a weekday. You know. Yeah, that's the thing, man. This is you know, it's just as the years go on, it's it's more difficult to do things at night or to be affected in the nighttime. Be like being drunk. Oh, I see. Like I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine coming in here in the show now and doing a show hungover. Like it would be. I couldn't do it. No, no. I've got. I've got no interest in even trying. But what you're, a you're absolutely but, right. what a couple of pansy asses. <laughs> I mean, but you get up at three in the morning for fifteen years. It is quite the stretch from you getting two hours of sleep on the floor of the studio <laughs> before the studio started. Yeah, a couple years I was doing, <laughs> putting a shift at the Spearmint Rhino. Yeah. 
But today, we still will be busy. We have an opportunity for you to check out a sold-out show coming up at the Rev Center next week with Motionless and White Black Veil Brides and Ice Nine Kills. Trilogy of Terror, it is called. And the only way you can grab tickets is by listening to us. We are going to give you a chance to do that today. We also have a nerd alert courtesy of Big J and more fun and excitement over the course of the program as we go forward. Let's get started with some music. Foo Fighters, kicking things off here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the x Rocks. Big J. The time has come, Big J. The Boise State men's basketball team will showcase its talent in the men's NCAA basketball tournament later on, technically this morning, for March Madness. Head coach Leon Rice and the Broncos left Boise on Tuesday. They headed to the fun that was Portland. They held the press conferences yesterday. Both teams were out there doing that. They enter the NCAA Tournament's West Region as the number eight seed, and they're going to take on number nine in Memphis. Tip-off will be at 11.45 this morning. It will be televised on TNTs, where you can find the full game. If you would like to watch the Broncos take on the Memphis Tigers, of course, all the tournament action officially begins at 10 o'clock, so they're officially part of the second slate of games today. But they ride into Portland as one of the hottest teams in the country, Big J. Broncos have won 24 of their last 27 games, dude. Including a Mountain West regular season title, conference tournament win over San Diego State on Saturday at the Thomas and Mack Center. Uh, But Memphis is hot, too. They've won 12 of their last 13. So, got two very hot teams going into the tournament, Big J. Dare I ask for a final score prediction? No, I have no idea. Do you think, I mean, I know you're rooting for the Broncos. Do you think they'll win? I have no idea. Oh, no. I don't know anything about NCAA basketball, and I'm not going to pretend that I do. You haven't been kind of paying attention to the Broncos at all this year? I know. I know that they kicked a whole lot of ass. All right. So be it. Uh, I think the Broncos will win. I've been watching them play very good basketball fundamentally, and most importantly, sound defensive basketball. That's what you're going to need in order to stop a team like Memphis. That's how they won the championship uh, in the tournament, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I also think that, you know, although not a lot of people are talking about it, I think they hold the grudge for last year's ending of the season in the NIT. I mean, you know, all these members that saved, you know, Tyson were on this team last year and played significant minutes and knew what it was like to lose to Memphis, so they've seen him before, too. And I think that's a big thing. And I would say that I feel like the Broncos' pace of play and the way they play the game has changed since last year, whereas Memphis really has. Not that that's a bad thing, but I think they know what they're up against. And I think they know what they need to do in order to win, and I like their chances against this Memphis team. And hopefully there's enough people traveling that it kind of feels like a home game because Portland's not that far away. That's what I hope for. Uh, We'll see when the game tips off at 11.45. Freddie Freeman's a rich man, Big J. He agreed to terms with the Dodgers on a six-year, $162 million deal. According to media reports last night, the 32 free agent was on the uh, free agent for the first time after spending his entire career with the Atlanta Braves, including helping them win the World Series last year. Of course, uh, Freeman was the National League MVP in the 2020 season. He's made five All-Star teams, too. But he wasn't the biggest baseball contract that was signed yesterday. That would be uh, former Boise Hawk, Big J, Chris Bryant. Cashing in seven years, $182 million to play with the Colorado Rockies. Uh, So my guess is that'll be the last we hear from. (laughs) We'll see how they do. Uh, Rockies have got a tough division in baseball, and uh, they don't do a whole lot. But Chris Bryant cashing in, so congratulations to him. 
Lots of other free agent signings yesterday in the NFL, including the big one, Von Miller, reached a six-year deal with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it's reportedly worth $120 million. The eight-time Pro Bowler, of course, was with the Rams last season and the Broncos, but was with the Rams when they won the Super Bowl, his second in his career. So he'll be taking his talents to Buffalo. And a uh, pretty big contract for a 32-year-old linebacker. Uh, so, you know, the six-year $120 million deal really is a two-year deal worth about $40 million. But I don't think he's complaining. Uh, he's pretty good at football. And congratulations to Von Miller for cashing in. Somebody's in trouble over in HBO, Big J. Uh-oh. Because they accidentally released the date of when the Batman is scheduled to land on HBO Max. I'm not sure why they weren't able to say this kind of stuff, but we now know that the Batman will be on HBO Max late next month. Uh, and it was due, apparently it was released due to a technical glitch, but uh, the exact date was scrubbed, but it's April 19th, Big J. That's when you're going to be able to see the Batman uh, on your home screens. So it's actually so pretty soon. close. Yeah, yeah, it's a month away. But that's when it's going to pop up there. That's part of the deal. You know, they they do have early release stuff for Warner Brothers movies. And that's exactly what uh, the Batman is. As a matter of fact, HBO let Warner Brothers release this in theaters first, which is technically pretty nice of them. And Warner Brothers, I'm sure, is happy for it as well. So you can watch it at home in a little over a month. Red Hot Chili Peppers, other side here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Would you like to know the really depressing thought I had as I was taking a shower at 4 o'clock in this morning? No, no. Because uh, it's not a good one, or at least it wasn't for me. But it was a, a realization that I came to, and I, I can tell you why I was thinking about it, but it won't be very entertaining. But I, uh, I, I've been on this earth for 44 years. I'm going to turn 45 years old this year, Big J. You know what that's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so that means I have been in the professional world as doing radio full time since I was 18 years old, which is 27 years. It's a long time. Uh, I've been very lucky to get my very first job in radio uh, when I was 18 years old, and I have done nothing uh, outside of radio since then. So I've been very, very lucky. But when I started Big J, I I wasn't paid very much money, you know? Uh, My very first full-time job in radio was to produce a top five morning show in Phoenix, Arizona, and they paid me $16,250 a year. And I was very, very happy because I was working full time. And that at 18 was still the most money I'd ever made in my life. But looking back, it was like, okay, they were taking advantage of a young kid that was looking to break into radio. And that's fine. That's that's what this business tends to do from time to time. It's paying your dues. And uh, and I was in my shower and I was thinking about I know. Think about look at them. Think about that. And I was I was thinking about like how long I've been in radio. And then I started to think about like, you know, hey, listen, considering where I started, I had been doing okay money-wise. You know, I, I'm i not making the most money I've ever made in my life, but I'm doing okay, Big J. And then it started to, like, add it up in my head, and I'm like, okay, I've been working professionally for 27 years. If I had to, like, average out how much money I made a year over those 27 years, I would probably say I'm in, like, the $35,000 range, maybe? And then I started adding that up, and I'm like, hang on a second. And I actually got out of the shower, went to my calculator, and yes, it's true. Uh, In my life, I have made a million dollars, which is bananas. If you have made $35,000 a year on average, and you have worked for about 25 years, you are very, very close to bringing home 
a million dollars. One million dollars. And I, I thought about that because I, <laughs> I have been refreshing my bank account for the last week, waiting for my federal <laughs> income tax oh, refund man. to hit so I could pay off my hernia surgery. And I was like, this is what I have to show for myself when I realize that I have made a million dollars in my life. Now, granted, I, I have I have my own house. I have equity. You're a I'm millionaire, doing, dude. I'm doing, no, I am very much oh. not. That's my point. Oh. Uh, is that that's how much money I have made. It's not how much money I have. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, as again, I was waiting desperately for my minuscule federal refund to come in so I could help pay off my hernia surgery. But it, it is one of those deals where it, it made me realize, one, how lucky I am to be doing what this is. This is not work, you know. I mean, we enjoy what we do. We get paid to yap on the radio, and we do some other stuff when we're not on the radio. But at the end of the day, it, it's a pretty decent job that I was lucky enough to choose as my living at 18. And there are plenty of ridiculously talented people that decided to do this living as well that aren't lucky enough to be in it for 27 years. And so I, I know that I'm lucky. But the other part of it is uh, I, I, I did a piss poor job of saving and spending my money. I'll put it that way. It was just a sad realization. And uh, and now I want you to share that with me as well. Uh, because uh, you're probably close to a million dollars in money earned as well yourself. Probably and, two. Uh, probably, yeah, you're right. I didn't even encounter or factor in the big J bucks. Uh, and you're making big J money, so there's no doubt about that. So, yeah. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, it wasn't great when I looked at my bank account and made that realization this morning. So Why would you even do that? Well, because, like I said, I was just thinking about how long I've been in the business. I know how much money I have in my bank account. I was desperately waiting for something to come in so that I could pay. And then I was like, how did I get to this point? And then I was like, boy, how did I really get to this point? What the hell's going on here, man? Not not great. It did not. It did not fill me with joy. While I should be happy that I've been able to make that kind of much that much money in my career, uh, it's been a long career and it's been a long road. And I've moved a lot of places in order to get there. I've been lucky enough to be here for 15 years. But you know, it's also one of those deals where I was like, man. And listen, let's be honest, Big J. I mean, thirty-five thousand dollars a year—that's not high society. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's not poor either. No, of course not. Of course not. But what I'm saying is, you know, that's how much money it takes. Over time, that stuff adds up. I believe adds up. And uh, so does, you know, mortgage payments and insurance payments and, you know, electrical bills and video games <laughs> and all the stuff that you <laughs> And your spend. gambling. Yeah, and all my gambling. Uh, that's uh, That's what's led me down this path. So it was a sad and dark realization that I made this morning, and it has filled me with existential dread, and I wanted to pass that on to everybody, in case you're curious. And that's the kind of mood I'm in today. Morning After with Nick and Big J, we have a nerd alert for you. It is coming up in just a few minutes. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. The best in tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Netflix announced yesterday that it's testing new features that target widespread password sharing with people outside your household. Uh, the test comes months after the streaming giant announced it was raising its monthly prices again in a new blog post. Netflix director of production innovation confirmed that the company is testing out these new features in three countries, Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru. During the testing period, subscribers in these countries will receive a prompt that allows them to add viewers who don't live in their household to the service package at a discounted price of $2.99. 
Additionally, Netflix announced another a new feature that will allow subscribers to transfer profile information, such as viewing history and personalized recommend, recommendations into either a new account or an extra member sub-account, Nick. Uh, they better be careful. I don't think they're going to like where this is going to go. Yeah, especially after raising your prices. Yeah. Uh, so... Good luck. That, that's why they're they're testing it in these countries. I mean, uh, that's a weird place to test something like that. But uh, we'll see come what comes of that. And uh, ever see recipe on TikTok, Nick? I know you haven't. I don't even know what that uh, means. Uh, well, because there there's a um, a very popular thing on TikTok, and that's food recipes. Okay. And I really don't understand. They're they're literally no different than any of the other platforms out there that have recipes and share information, what have you. Uh, but it's all part of the new uh, fab that is TikTok. But if you want to quickly buy all the necessary ingredients online, you might just be able to do that thanks to Instacart, as they've introduced shoppable recipes that help you snap up ingredients when you see a meal on TikTok and some Supporting websites. Tap a button and Instacart will both find the needed in stock items as well as help you arrange delivery. You can spot a dinner idea in the afternoon and have everything you require by the evening without planning a trip to the grocery store. Support for TikTok's recipes is gradually rolling out to creators using a jump feature. Web access will initially launch as part of a team up with Hearst, which will provide online shopping buttons on sites like Country Living and Good Housekeeping. More tie ins will be announced later in the year, Instacart said. And I'm guessing that whoever puts the recipe on there gets a cut of that, too. The creator, the person that oh, puts no. the video no, up there. Oh, no, of course not. You're kidding. No, Then not. why would they do that? Wouldn't they have to, wouldn't they have to be the one to put no, the link they can there? Just, no, they can just pull that information aggregately from uh, the uh, code. Gross. So, uh, yeah, because uh, they're not buying anything. They're just, they're just using the recipe. And uh, here's uh, something. You just need to get used to it. It's just going to be a part of uh, the ongoing future here. It's just like cryptocurrency. And that is NFTs. Love them or hate them. Uh, soon they will be coming to Instagram. Speaking at South by Southwest, uh, the Zuck confirmed that digital collectibles would be arriving on Instagram in the near term. We're working on bringing NFTs to Instagram in the near term, he said. It didn't exactly uh, go into how that would take shape. It suggested people would be able to show off their existing NFTs and potentially mint new ones. Quote, I'm not ready to kind of announce exactly what's going to be uh, going on, but over the next several months, the ability to bring some of your NFTs in, hopefully over time, be able to mint things within that environment. Have you purchased one? No. no. Do you be, plan on here's, it? Here's the thing. In order for you to uh, purchase an NFT, you have to have uh, you have to have a crypto wallet. Don't you? Um, I kind of do, but it, it's very basic and it isn't for that sort of thing. And so that's where it gets really complicated. And uh, the future of NFT, it's going to be everywhere. Now, they may have, since the NFTs first came out, changed what you need to have one um, to make it more accessible for uh, random people. But when it comes to games and a lot of things, as we've seen how important example uh, are for uh, skins and different uh, kind of uh, weapons and things like that, those are all going to end up becoming tradable NFTs at some point. Um, it's just a matter of time, and it's going to get uh, it's going to get weird. So just you know, I don't know if it's a young person's game or what, but it's going to be here to stay. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert, courtesy of Big J. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Almost on cue, Big J. As we talked about yesterday, 
The Senate unexpectedly voted unanimously to make daylight savings time permanent. Uh, And it only took 24 hours after that vote for a bunch of people to come out against it, but not in the way that you think. But uh, specifically, the big uh, people that are coming out against it yesterday were the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. Now, this is a group of scientists that get together and study sleep, and they said in a statement after the Senate vote that while they are very much in favor of us not changing our clocks again, they implore people to make sure we're changing it to the right one and making the right one permanent. And they suggest uh, vehemently that instead of making daylight savings time permanent, that we make standard time permanent. Uh, Making sure and double underlying in the statement that, hey, it's called standard time for a reason, everybody. Uh, Basically, the organization says that standard time is way more closely associated with humans' uh, circadian rhythm, which, of course, helps us get more sleep, which explains why people are having such a hard time sleeping this week, in case you're curious. And that disrupting it, as it happens with daylight savings time, has been associated with greater increase in car accidents in the morning. That's a fact that they have the stats to back up. Increased risks of obesity, cardiovascular disease, and depression attached with daylight savings time. And that if you want to not change the clocks, they're all for it. Just make sure you're picking the right one. And that standard time should be the way that it goes. So they're calling on the House of Representatives to take more time to assess the potential ramifications of establishing permanent daylight savings time. And instead talk about maybe making permanent standard time a thing. We've gone on the record, both of us saying it doesn't matter which one you pick as long as you pick one and we don't have to change our clocks anymore. But I think we can agree that if there are statistics that are attached to making one uh, exponentially worse than the other, we should probably go with the one that's not as bad. Agree or disagree, Dick J? Yeah. Uh, I know we're all in a hurry to get things done and we're surprised that anything can happen unanimously these days in our culture, but... Maybe it is the one that we should be going to that makes the most sense. Uh, But then again, it really is uh, a reflection of our government to pick the wrong one out of two choices, isn't it? Right. Unanimously pick that, by the way. Oh, here and then and then for it to all get canceled and never to be brought up again. (laughs) Right, because now we can't agree on anything. Uh, We're back to that particular point. Yes, of course. Hey, uh, we have a new Monday Night Football team, Big J, but it's one that you are familiar with. Uh, the NFL broadcasting team of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are teaming up again. They are leaving Fox together, and they are both going to ESPN, where they will be the new team for Monday Night Football. It was rumored, but ESPN officially announced it yesterday. Of course, uh, Buck had been with Fox Sports since 1994. Aikman had been with Fox since 2001. They've been doing games together since 2002. They will tie Pat Summerall and John Madden's record for the longest NFL broadcasting team this year in their 21st season. What's yet to be determined is if Joe Buck is going to do anything else for the network besides Monday Night Football. Usually, the Monday Night Football team is just that. But, of course, Joe Buck has been the, you know, Mr. Everything for Fox Sports for the last couple yeah, of years. baseball especially. Yeah, and so we'll see what ends up happening there. But, I mean, and there's a lot of money attached to the deal. I mean, Troy Aikman by himself is getting $90 million to move over to ESPN. And what? I saw this. Oh, my God. Literally in That's 19- That's more money than he made in his damn football career. Listen, in 1988, you could buy. The New England Patriots were sold for $88 million. And now it's $90 million for a dude that calls 16 games a year. It's pretty impressive. 17, I guess, now with the schedule change. 
But there's a lot of money attached to broadcasting, so Joe Buck, Troy Aiken moving on, Al Michaels rumored to be moving to Amazon. I mean, all this stuff is going to be Shake Up City. So it's going to be a whole different group of people calling games. We're going to have to get used to stuff, but they're just going to be all on different places is what it boils down to. Uh, they are all, they're all still staying on the air. They're just moving to different spots. Big J, are you excited for the return of Mike Myers? I'm talking about the actual actor, not the Halloween murderer. Yeah, I just watched the trailer. Looks fun. The comedian who has kept a low profile over the years will return with a six-episode Netflix comedy series on May 5th called The Pentaverit. Are you familiar with the origin stories of The Pentaverit, Big J? Uh, I mean, no. Did you watch the movie Mike Myers starred in in the 90s called So I Married an Axe Murderer? Yeah. Uh, he mentioned, do you remember when he played the Scottish father? That had the, uh, yeah. the really thick accent. He mentions the Patavrit in one of his tirades. That's a deep, deep talking cut, about man. A, a group of very powerful people that make the decisions of the world, quote unquote. And that's what this show is about. It's about a, basically a secret society of men that have been working to influence the world events for greater good. And there's a Canadian journalist that has to uncover the story. And so you can watch the trailer online if you want. Jennifer Saunders is in it. Ken Young is in it. Uh, former guest of the morning after. Keegan-Michael Key. Debbie Mazar in the show as well. And it will drop on Netflix on May the 5th. And of course, uh, Mike Myers is pulling like an Eddie Murphy in The Nutty Professor where he's got like seven different roles. Or he's, or he's pulling a Mike Myers. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. But technically, Eddie Murphy did it first. And so... Congratulations to Mike for coming back. This is his first time really doing anything since what? The Love Guru? I mean, outside of like supporting parts in like Bohemian Rhapsody and Inglorious Bastards, he hasn't really done a whole hell of a lot, you know? Yeah. So this is his return. I wonder if people will be into it. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, well, A, I just watched the trailer. I didn't. I thought it was a movie. I didn't realize it was a series. Nope, it's so, a series. Cool. Six episodes, May 5th. It begins on Netflix. Here's traffic. Just don't share your passwords. How about we see what's going on inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center? It is brought to you by Ultimate Heating and Air. Here comes CB. It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 between Napa and Boise. Twitch! The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. The lesson to be learned from today's We're Going to Hell story, I guess, is there are awful people everywhere. Oh, great. And we are going to Jackson, Wisconsin for today's We're Going to Hell story. Small little town, Big J, in Wisconsin. And the story centers around somebody that I think you just automatically assume are on the up and up when you sit down and you make a dentist appointment. You understand, Big J? Yeah. You are under the impression that this person knows what they're doing, are there to help you, and to make sure that you get the best care possible. But apparently that's not always the case because there is a dentist there that is not doing all that great. His name is Scott Tremoli, and he officially was sentenced yesterday to a bunch of years in prison because he was a terrible man and probably a worse dentist. It all started when a gentleman went in to just move to Jackson, Wisconsin, was looking for a new dentist, so he found this dentist that everybody recommended to him, and this guy was very passionate about his teeth, took very good care of him, had a great history, and went in to see Dr. Germani, uh, and the doctor told him, hey, listen, man, I got some bad news. You need five crowns. And he's like, whoa, what? I, I have perfect teeth. 
until I came here. How dare you? Like, I mean, I just, I would go to the dentist like every two months, man. How do I need five crowns? And the dentist is like, listen, I don't know what to tell you. Here's, here's your x-rays. You can see you've got cavities here. We got to crown these things up. And so the patient was like, okay, I guess. No, get a second opinion, man. And then he went in there and he got the work done. And he went back in for his two-month follow-up. Sure enough, he needed two more crowns. And he's like, hang on, man. This is starting to get ridiculous. And so he started to do some work, and he actually did exactly that. He went and got a second opinion the second time around. And another dentist was like, no, dude, your teeth are tip-top. I mean, the five crowns that are in here are fine. I don't see any problem with the work that he did, but you don't need any additional work done. And that's when it kind of started chipping away, if you will, at the kind of fraud that Dr. Sharmali was doing. Turns it's like a, like a bad uh, mechanic. Yes. Turns out, Big J, it all started in 2014. Dr. Chermani uh, put in 434 crowns that year, which is a decent amount. But in year 2015, he put in more than 1,000 crown procedures a year later, raking in almost $3.5 million in money. That continued for the next seven years, Big J. He's putting in well over a thousand crowns a year. It's getting up to be Troy Aikman money. Each time, uh, you know, submitting, you know, x-rays, doing the actual work. I mean, he had legitimate reasons and concerns for these teeth. The reason why he did was after an undercover operation, they found out, Big J, when patients were going in for exams, he was actually damaging the teeth as he was doing the exam so that he could then repair the teeth that he had damaged during it. Chalking up over the six years, almost $15 million worth of false and fraudulent dental work on patients that he had worked on for years prior and then new patients that he was bringing in as well. Now, to his credit, I guess, he was doing good work. They weren't shoddy, you know, crown replacements or anything like that. They just were completely and totally unnecessary. The dentist was going in there and damaging the teeth that were fine so that he could go in and do dental work and then charge a ridiculous amount of money for that dental work and make a ton of money. So much so that he had well over $7 million in his bank account, three vacation homes, big J, all over the United States of America, and basically uh, is considered a very, very bad person. So, he was convicted of five counts of healthcare fraud, two counts of making false statements about his patient's treatments, and he will be sentenced for up to 10 years of each of the healthcare fraud counts. And, of course, his license has been removed as well, although I'm sure he'll be a present dentist, Big J, if we're being honest. But, uh, not cool, man. Not cool no. at all. Don't go in there. I mean, as a doctor, I mean, I don't know if dentists take the Hippocratic Oath, but you're supposed to do no harm. You know what I mean? And if somebody goes in there with perfectly fine teeth, you going in there and screwing up this teeth, I mean, how do you sleep in there? I don't understand. I don't understand. It's messed up, man. But luckily, I mean, listen, now it was a seven-year scam, but he finally was caught, captured, and, you know, now has to serve justice. But it'll certainly make, th make me think twice about everything as we try to do on this show. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. <laughs> That is Metallica. That is nothing else matters here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Sleep is a very important part of our lives. Do you know anybody that says that they can't get to sleep unless the television is on? Um, yes. 
according to Northwestern, I know those psychopaths. According to Northwestern University, they're liars. Uh, that's according to the Feinberg School of Medicine at Northwestern University. They did a 17-year study uh, about sleep and basically what's the best kind. And they found out that while there are plenty of people out there that need some sort of white noise or noise in order to get better sleep and basically slow down their heart rate, uh, almost 100% of the time, somebody that says they need some sort of TV set on does not need that. In fact, it actually ruins their sleep. What they found is if they're, if you're in a room that has any kind of light on in it, be it the light above your bed or the television light or light that's coming in through your window, you are going to sleep worse, guaranteed, than if you were to sleep in a pitch dark room, whether there's sound in it or not. It is actually the amount of light that comes into a room that enters your eyelids and it will disrupt your sleep during the middle of the night despite the fact that you may think it helps you go to sleep it actually doesn't and makes your sleep worse throughout the night this is according to the study authors that put this together again 17 years they put it all together but they they, they do say that yes sometimes sound and white noise and hearing something maybe having the radio on at a low volume or even you know having that television on at a volume could help but it's the light that comes from the tv that ruins everything and in order for you to get good sleep you need that heart rate to drop it needs to slow down the brain and it needs to help you get some sleep and sometimes when the television's on that light kind of creeps into your eyelids it ruins all of that stuff and it doesn't rejuvenate your body or your mind like it's supposed to. So turn off the TV. Yeah, lights will really messes uh, with me when in the me middle too. of the night. I, I have been known, like, even if it's... <laughs> uh, it's a weird thing, but I, I don't know why I do it. But even if it's dark, sometimes I'll put, like, a pillow just over, like, my eyes, the top of my eyes to, like, block everything out. Because I can't sleep comfortably with, like, an eye mask. That doesn't do it for Let's me. Let's get you the little uh, sleep mask. No, it doesn't. I just told you it doesn't work for me. But uh, but that, for some reason, does only if I'm like, having a really hard time going to sleep. Sometimes just the complete pitch darkness helps out. I do feel weird trying to wear a sleep mask. Yeah, it, it's not comfortable to me. It feels like there's something on my yeah, face, I, and there I, is. I wish there was, like, maybe some sort of sunglasses or... And I'm afraid to also cover my ears because I won't be able to hear an alarm. <laughs> well, what kind like, of sleep mask covers of, your ears? Listen, there's... Well, nothing, but I usually don't hear a lot of stuff either. But, you know, I mean, if there's something going on that's loud in the house or there's people oh, I see. staying and that sort of thing. But uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm paranoid about not getting up for I'm my job. constantly freaked out about that. I mean, because it's like so, sometimes it happens. It used to happen more often uh, for somebody here in this room. <laughs> yes. But... Um, I mean, like, God forbid we don't show up to work, man. It would be such a disaster. Right. And it's never happened. We've never both been late to work, thank God. But Correct. it's just the idea of it is so just destructive in our mind. And we can't let that happen. And it really disrupts sleep sometimes. Yes. Uh, I, uh, you know, like, especially if I have a difficult time going to sleep, I'll be up at like one o'clock and going, I, I, now I can't go to sleep because I'm afraid I'm not going to wake up. It's one of the primary reasons when you go on vacation, I get no sleep. Like I can't, I can't, it's just a paranoia that I cannot get around. So uh, if it helps, turn off the lights. If you think you need lights on or your TV on, you don't. You just need the sound usually, and that's going to help. So buy a white noise machine or figure something else out in order to help you get that because the light is just going to ruin things in the long run. Yeah, as Metallica would say, hit the lights. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff. <laughs> 
On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The Massachusetts Institute of Technology, better known as what, Big J? Uh, I don't know. What is it called? MIT. Oh, MIT. All the smart people have created something that feels like an abomination, but probably is just like a nice cozy sweater, Big J. They've created fabric that can hear. Yeah, it's special acoustic fabric is made from material that turns any movement of the fabric into an electrical signal. So when the material is woven into more traditional things, it can create a piece of textile that can be draped and washed like traditional fabric, and then it can pick up signals and understand things and read and hear stuff. It's crazy. Now, researchers suggested that this kind of fabric can be used for all sorts of crazy stuff, but most importantly, it's a new way that maybe they can make less intrusive and a little bit easier to make permanent hearing aids, which is would be incredible. Others that uh, clothes that are able to communicate with each other, fabrics that can track bodily responses of people wearing them. It's like uh, having your own little headphones on your body at all times, Big J. Your clothes can tell you when they're too tight. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, and they won't shut up. <laughs> How do I get them to shut up? Be quiet, clothes. Well, they haven't learned to talk yet. They can just hear. And I guess access data to them. Thank goodness. It turns everybody into Superman. And then you go completely crazy because you can't, you, have, you don't have Superman powers to filter all that stuff out. What? I'm trying to figure out how you got, how you got there. Well, if they can hear, and uh, I can hear all the stuff that's going on around my body. Well, now listen, just because the clothes can hear doesn't mean that you can hear that as well. I, so what's the damn point? The point is the clothes can take in data, and you can access that data if you want. It doesn't give you supersonic hearing because you're wearing the shirt. Well, I mean, it sounds like it does, but not in real time. Correct. Uh, it's more likely that it's getting responses and data from uh, the body, and again, to be used in hearing aids and that kind of stuff that would be able to help. So or surveillance. Not quite to that point yet. Listen, everything everybody does is surveillance. Every time you're on social media, that's surveillance, pal. Yeah, well. Lots of people are getting rich, my friend. Uh, you and I, not among them, but Freddie Freeman signed a big deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Six years, $162 million for the first baseman. He is done with the Braves. He is now moving to L.A. Chris Bryant ended up signing a big, long contract with the Colorado Rockies. The former Boise Hawk cashing in for seven years, $182 million. Von Miller signed a six-year deal with the Buffalo Bills worth $120 million yesterday. And, of course, today is a big day. If you are a Bronco fan, they are dancing, taking on number 9 Memphis in Portland. That tip-off is at 11.45 a.m. our time as the first day of the men's NCAA basketball tournament gets underway. You've got 16 games on the agenda today, 16 tomorrow, and a day full of basketball, if you'd like to partake, begins at 10 o'clock this morning. So we'll know early on. Yes, if they are moving on or not. You definitely will, Man. for sure. Hey, best wishes to Norman Reedus, Big J. Apparently, he got himself all hurt on the set of The Walking Dead, suffered a concussion. He is recovering and will return to work soon, according to his agent. What caused the concussion remains unknown. Of course, we know that it happened last week while they were filming the latest season of The Walking Dead in Georgia. Uh, Reedus posted to Instagram the day the incident occurred, promoting his brand new book, The Ravage, but he has not posted since. So maybe he is in worse shape than they are saying, but never fun to get a concussion, Big J. You know that. 
as well as I do. Yeah. And uh, hopefully he gets well soon. But seems to be happening more and more recently that people end up getting hurt in one way or the other, some seriously, some just broken bones. But, uh, you know, it's happening a lot. We're asking a lot of these actors, Big J. We want these stunts and these action pieces to really look realistic. And unfortunately, people are getting really hurt doing that. At some point, our bloodlust has to calm down. Yes, Big J? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Or not. Uh, I'm guessing probably the latter. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We got your pop culture smackdown on the way. Nick and Big J. And so we begin giving away tickets to a sold-out show, which is happening uh, next Friday, March 25th at the Rev Center. A three-headed monster. is going to be a badass show, man. Motionless and White, Black Veil Brides, Ice Nine Kills, all three bands uh, have full sets. So it is going to be a hell of a show. We've got your tickets here. you got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, and it's a very special St. Patrick's Day-themed version of Pop Culture Smackdown. So, yes, Big J, you do have to answer all your questions the most offensive Irish accent you can. Hi, St. Patty's Day. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown for these tickets to next Friday's sold-out show. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. That wasn't very Irish at all. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Well, all right, Will, you're up first. Will, Patty's Irish Pub is the name of the bar owned by four friends and, of course, Danny DeVito and what FX sitcom? Sunny and, uh, and Philadelphia. Yeah. Right. I'll take it. Big J, the legend says that St. Patrick rid Ireland of what? I'm going to say snakes. Right. That is correct. Little well creepy done. snakes. Will, back to you. What large American city dyes its very large river green to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Uh, I'm not sure on that one. Oh, no. Uh, you can do it. Give me in a large American city. You might be right. Chicago? Yeah. Right. See? Told you. <laughs> You never know. Big J, uh, though folks tend to wear green on St. Patrick's Day, traditionally in the country of Ireland, uh, actually St. Patrick is associated with what color? Red? Uh, Red is incorrect. Wrong. Oh, man. Uh, Yellow, blue, or orange? Yellow? Wrong. Blue? Right. There you go. That's weird. Third time's uh, well, how the hell did that disconnect happen? Well, we associate St. Patrick's Day with Ireland, and so we make everything green, but Ireland doesn't have that same association. You understand? Yeah, they don't like green stuff, huh? <laughs> well, it's not, I don't think they, it's about liking it or not, but we can say, Will, congratulations. You got tickets to Motionless and White, Black Veil Brides, and Ice Nine Kills next Friday. Enjoy that show. Please hold on. We'll get some information from you, and we will come back and do some headlines. Those are next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday. Tomorrow, 9 o'clock, xrock.com is when Half Price Friday starts for the Weezer Classic Candy Company. $50 to it for just $25. They offer handmade fudge, hand-dipped chocolates, a bunch of different chocolates, including Easter specialties, which is coming up quick. Plus, if you'd like ice cream or a full-service deli, they got you covered there, and you can even use this gift certificate online if you want, so you don't have to go all the way out to Weezer if you don't want to, so make sure you take advantage. These things go quick, especially for delicacies like this, so grab it when it goes on sale this Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com, Half Price Friday with Weezer Classic Candy. Headlines are as follows. Honest Mistake, King of the Castle, and that's new. 
Uh, King of the Castle. There is a house listed for $979,000 in the Detroit suburbs, and it's drawing attention online because it's got an unusual feature, Big J. Oh? It is a toilet that actually looks exactly like a gigantic throne. The St. Clair Shores house is nicknamed the House of Charm in honor of its original residence. That would be Edith Melrose, who is a TV and radio host around Detroit known as the Lady of Charm. The home, which was listed last week, has five bathrooms, but one of which is drawing particular attention because the toilet has a high-backed wooden seat that resembles a royal throne. The toilet also features a candle holder. Why you would need that, I don't know. And the house also includes a bathtub on wheels. Apparently, convenience was big for the Lady of Charm. It was previously listed for $1.2 million, but now it's gone down in price because apparently nobody wants to poop on a throne. What's up with that? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it, it seems fairly self-important, but uh, uh, why not, right? I mean, if you want to feel like a king all the time, you can be King Bleep, right? Yeah. Make it happen. I can understand the uncomfortability, though. It would probably feel a little bit weird at first, sitting on the throne and then going to the bathroom. Sounds like it'd feel comfortable. Maybe. Depends on the seat. That would depend, I would guess, right? And I guess if things, if all else goes bad, you got that candle holder right next to you make you feel comfortable, right? Or is right. that is that for smells, you think? And not for, like, lighting? Yeah, probably fragrance. For deodorizing the bathroom? Yeah. All right. I can get that, too. That doesn't seem very kingly, but I understand. Honest mistake or that's new? That's new. A Florida school swim team was forced to cut practice short last week because there was an uninvited swimmer spotted doing some laps in the pool. That would be a three-foot alligator that took over the deep end of the pool at Monteverde Academy, forcing frightened swimmers to get the hell out of the water. Two sheriff's deputies had to arrive on the scene and coax the reptile out and make sure it was not harming any of the students. The officers had to team up and got the gator close enough to the edge where they were able to grab it and tape its mouth shut. And then they drove it to a nearby lake. Where, Big J, you ready for some police humor? Yes. It was released on its own recognizance. We release you on your own recognizance. They had to say that. Yeah, by law. Wrap it up with an honest mistake. A confused traveler spent his first night in Florida at a stranger's home after he confused it for his Airbnb. Paul Dressler traveled to Miami to officiate a friend's wedding and then arrived at what he thought was his Airbnb. According to this gentleman, he ended up walking into doors of a house which were unlocked. The bed was made and he noticed two clean towels waiting for him next to the bed. So he's like, this has to be my place, baby. The next morning, he was woken up by a very confused neighbor, but an understanding homeowner. Turns out the rental house was actually the house next door. Uh, and this guy was like, hey, you know, you didn't mess anything up, so we're cool. But lock your doors, bro, right? I mean, like, yeah. How many Airbnbs have you stayed in? Three. Okay. Have you ever had to just walked into one where it was unlocked? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, usually there's like a keypad on there that yeah, gets no, you it's into it. usually locked, yeah. Right. I mean, I've never had to walk into an Airbnb that's just like an open house. That seems like it's dangerous and not very safe. And also, how do you get in and out without leaving the door unlocked yourself, you know? Right. So I, I, that would be a red flag for me right away. But hell, maybe he traveled all day and was just super tired and was like, I don't care. I just want to sleep. That could very well be. But I, I, I guess it could have gone worse. Luckily, the homeowner was fairly understanding. So there's that. That's your headlines. You're up to date on every single thing we got to give you. 
Wolfgang Van Halen, that is Epiphany here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Big J. Celebramos. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, some details about today. 174% more beer and 153% more spirits are sold on this day than the average day. Yeah, it's a drinking holiday for sure. Uh, that's, a, that's a big deal. Overall, Americans spend $5.87 billion celebrating today. So get out there and uh, spend some money. It takes 60 pounds of dye to turn the Chicago River green. Doesn't seem like that much. 60 pounds. No, that ain't bad. It lasts just five hours. Uh, 32% of men admit to binge drinking on St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) That certainly was in your past, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, cabbage shipments increased 25% to the week of St. Patrick's Day. Sure, corned beef and cabbage is officially a pretty big meal today. That's for sure. And uh, let's see, 31.5 million Americans claim at least some Irish heritage. That's number two behind German. And there are nine cities here in America named Dublin. That makes sense. Any in Idaho? Uh, that I do not. I, I mean, come on, man. What? I didn't get that far into the research. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, I don't know. I thought maybe you were bringing it up for a reason. Uh, a bunch of places uh, routinely do things for special uh, occasion, uh, like St. Patrick's Day. Krispy Kreme has got some uh, specialty donuts, including uh, the Lenny Leprechaun, the Lucky, uh, the Lucko Rainbow, and the St. Patrick's Shamrock, and the St. Patrick's Sprinkle. McDonald's, of course, has got the Shamrock Shake and the uh, Shamrock McFlurry. Uh, let's see. Um, and, and there you go. That's just a few of the uh, the fun facts about St. Patrick's Day. When it comes to food, anyway, you uh, you have said before you, you do not plan on going out and getting hammered tonight like you would in the past. Are there any celebrations planned in the Big J household? No, no corned beef or anything no like that. No special dinner? Yeah. No Irish whiskey? No. What is on the agenda for dinner tonight? Have you made up your mind? I, no, I have. I do not have a plan for that. Then maybe corned beef and cabbage could be the thing. I don't like cabbage. I forgot it's a vegetable. You're right. <laughs> well, Five it's minutes. not just it's it's a vegetable. Just the whole thing. I've never got the whole corned beef and cabbage thing. Corned beef's fine on a sandwich or something, but I don't know if I need like a like a plate full of it. Um, my uh, my stepfather's birthday is today, so St. Patrick's oh, Day Jim, was always yeah. always Happy a big birthday. day in in my uh, in my household because it celebrated him usually. But the delicacy that he always likes on his birthday to this day turns my stomach. Raw beef and onions. It's a real thing. Raw? Yeah, like seriously, straight up raw corned beef like, and onions like served on like a cracker. And I remember vividly going to like bars for Tim's birthday and that like being out as like part of the food that people could just eat. And it would be gone by the end of the night. And I thought for sure that would get people sick. Well, if it's corned beef, it's cooked. No, no, no. It's not corned beef. It's raw like hamburger beef. And raw onions, and like it's basically like uh, you know, like tartare, if you will, for like, uh, but like served on like a cracker, and it's an actual thing that is eaten. And uh, this, I remember the smell, and even thinking of it now, it's just uh, it's not something I'm interested in. I like uh, my meat cooked. Thank you very much. But I know it's a thing. Uh, but it, it, that's what this day always reminds me of: is raw beef and onions <laughs> is something that was uh, enjoyed many a night on St. Patrick's Day around me, never by me, but around me for sure. Uh, whatever you're planning on doing tonight, be safe, be responsible, and uh, cook your food, please and thank you. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we'll do some bad impressions. Those are next on the X Rocks. <laughs> 
Be the X. Yeah, Bad Impressions is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're in Idaho Center pre-owned superstore we will get you tickets here to dragon force they're coming to town uh on friday that's tomorrow so heck of a show right here for you you just need to figure out bad impression should be fun 208-287-1003 that's the phone number if you want these dragon force tickets big j has three clues they all point directly to somebody that is pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less you got a concert you're going to tomorrow. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Dennis. All right, Dennis, you're up first. Good luck. The name's Pliskin. Hold on a second. Let me turn one over here. That's a great what idea. What was that? The name's Pliskin. Hmm, next one. I've been starring in movies since I was 10, and that was 61 years ago. Huh. All right, here we go. Next one. Uh, uh, the Thing, Big Trouble in Little China, Escape from New York and L.A., all John Carpenter movies that I starred in. Jackie Chan? No. Jackie Chan? No, it is not Jackie Chan. Not correct. Not, not, in, not in any one of those movies at all. I do love Jackie Chan, though. Jackie Chan needs to be a bad impression one day. Hello, The X. Hello. Hey, Brandon. Brandon, did you hear Big J's clues, or do you need him again? Um, I could use him again. Right. You heard him? <laughs> Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. My name is Pliskin, and then I didn't catch the second one. I've been starring in movies since I was 10, and that was 61 years ago. So I'm old. Okay, okay, what's the next one? The Thing, Big Trouble in Little China, Escape from New York and L.A., all John Carpenter movies that I started. Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe! <laughs> no, not Rob Lowe. Again, not in any one of those movies. Okay. Hello, the X. I'm about to break Hello. some stuff here in the studio. <laughs> uh, uh, hi, did you happen to hear the clues for uh, Bad Impressions? I did, yes. The answer is? Uh, Kurt Russell? Yes, thank God. That oh, man, correct. Was, I was about to get in trouble yeah, yeah. by all kinds of people. Uh, Good job, man. Hang on one second. Checks in the mail. Uh, why <laughs> is the mail. Kurt Russell in the news? Hey, it's, today is Kurt Russell's birthday. Any guess on how old Kurt Russell is? Well, you said he math? was in movies since he was 10, and that was 61 years ago, so I'm going to say 71. Yep, 71 years old. Happy so. birthday, Kurt Russell. What a treasure the man is. Yeah. Uh, favorite Kurt Russell movie? I mean, it's got to be Big Trouble Little China. I'm going to say the same thing, man. I mean, he's so good in that movie and so fantastic. And uh, part of me is, like, so happy that that movie is, like, perfection from beginning to end. But, like, like if that movie came out today, I feel like that's that's a franchise guaranteed. Just yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. Because of how much fun and different and unique and cool and wonderful it is that we would have, like, so many further adventures of Jack Burton, we didn't even know what to do with it. Yep, you're absolutely right. But he's, he's, he's been in some, some pretty dang good movies over his career. Quite a few of them out there. For sure. Uh, second place of Santa Claus movies on Netflix? Yeah, they are. Tango and Cash. Oh, man. Good stuff. Overboard? Uh, and don't forget. God, I mean, he's so great in all the Quentin stuff, too. Yep. I mean, just Death Proof is terrific. Way underrated. Stuntman Mike. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. Wrapping up the show next on the X-Rocks. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Black Summers. How we're wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J on this particular Thursday. Got a nice little nerd alert from Big J. Uh, we also had a chance to talk a little bit about sleep and how important it is and what you need to be doing if you want to get better of it. And 
we also got to celebrate a little bit of St. Patrick's Day and a little bit of Kurt Russell, so not all bad. Reminder, coming up tomorrow, 9 o'clock on xrock.com, we have a Half Price Friday, $50 to the Weezer Classic Candy for just 25 bucks. So if you're looking for handmade fudge or chocolates or Easter specialties, maybe even a full-service deli, they got you covered. And you can use the gift certificate in person or online, so check out Half Price Friday, 9 o'clock tomorrow at xrock.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, Nick, uh, you played Red Dead Redemption. Too. I did. Um, enjoyed twice. Uh, I think most of it twice. Well, how about this? This is why I think video games are really, really cool these days, and they're so cinematic. And uh, what would you think to a, a Red Dead Redemption 2 TV show? Uh, see, I'm really torn about all these video games being made into TV shows because, like, in my opinion, just like you said, they're all like mini movies kind of going on. No, like I might no. like the plot is just See, fine. You misunderstand. Huh. Some guy on YouTube is putting together a series by taking all the cutscenes and putting them together to make an episodic version of the of the game oh. into a, into a TV. So series. this is stuff I've already seen, just edited together in a yes. different form. Okay. Yeah, it does this take you seventy two hours or three <laughs> Much years longer than that. To play the game. Does he include the last part of the game where you spend 15 days doing actual farm chores and that's it? I don't know. I didn't get that far. I just watched a little bit of the first uh, episode, which is the beginning, which is really cool. It's a really cool beginning to a game. Listen, it's a, it's so. a fun, it's a, it, well, listen, it, it's a great very tedious game that I hated the first time that I played it and then I respected it a little bit more as I went through it the second time, but you didn't even get to finish it, I've right? never finished it. Yeah. Because, it, I mean, it's its a trench through that yeah, game. Yeah, I'll probably wait for a few years and uh, when Rockstar decides they want to release an updated version for the Xbox Series X. But as much as I kind of enjoyed it the second time around, still the last part of that game, which is you... <laughs> Literally rebuilding fences and feeding horses and doing chores. And you have to do these things in order to complete the game. I was like, what the bleep am I doing? Yeah. I play video games so I don't have to do this work. What is going on? So dumb. After the first Red Dead, though, I mean, I cried at the end of that game. Oh, you'd so. cry at the, if you ever got to the end of Red Dead 2, too. I promise you. From all the work, I guess. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, not at the very end when you're doing the farm work, but right before that, it's pretty emotional. Next set of X Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you tomorrow at CX Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.